Drive Time on RT Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. Protect your family's future with life cover from Zurich. Talk to a financial broker to find out more. This week, the uh, latest instalment in our Leaving Search uh, support, support programme, Study Hub. It's uh, now dropped, as they say, it's ready to download. And on this episode, the team covers English Paper 2, Chemistry and Geography. Study Hub's presenter, Evelyn O'Rourke, joins me now in the studio. Evelyn, you're very welcome to uh, studio again. Neil what has, here's the question, what has a social media star called Big Manny got to do with the leaving cert? Yeah, typo now that could go badly wrong, couldn't it? <laughs> yes, in this episode, as you say, we're discussing chemistry, English paper two and geography. But to get us into that zone, we're always looking for, you know, inspiration. So we decided to turn to the social media chemistry star, unlikely star, Big Manny. He has a bachelor's and master's degree in biomedical science. He's another huge chemistry hit on social media. He has 1.3 million TikTok followers. Followers and another three quarter of a million followers on Instagram. And he basically carries out amazing chemistry exper- experiments and explains them all from his back garden. So here you'll get a little flavour of this very unlikely, I have to say, science influencer in action. All right, boom. Man's got some sodium metal there in it. And we're going to throw it into a puddle and see what I'll go on still. Since sodium is best often squishy, I'm going to squash it down into a little pancake in it. You get me? Man's got a rolling pin there as well. Come on, bakery settings. You know what's going on. Roll that up. You done, no? Alright, cool. So we flat now, yeah? So the flat sodium has a larger surface area to volume ratio than the block sodium. So it's going to react at a much faster rate. Alright, cool. Let's see what I'm going now, yeah? Raw Orange flames and that. Bear smoke. Come on. Oh my days. Firework ting. Bear explosions. Raw. I can't even see, bruv. I swear down. I can't even see. Bear smoke, man. You done, no? Big Manny engine. Yes. Teachers love him. <laughs> I was talking to a chemistry teacher today. She's always encouraging her students to look at his stuff. So there you go. Uh, it's worth checking him out, all right. Uh, yep. It sounds like brilliant um, chemistry. Not like they had in my day, I can tell you. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll take a quick look at, at English paper too uh, now. Really demanding. It's it's a pretty long paper, isn't it? Sure. Three hours and 20 minutes. And we're joined by Claude Havel from the Institute of Education for this one. And she says, look, start by feeling the heft of the paper in your hand because you're not to be alarmed by it. You have to Stay very calm and look for your own expectations. Check the writers or the areas of questions that you really like. Check they've come up. And that kind of gives you a little bit of calmness and certainty and gets you ready. But she says, uh, Cormac, do not start by answering poetry. Leave it until the end because students get too caught up in their poetry questions and then they lose time. My goodness, and that is a nightmare, isn't it? There's always a lot of focus on Shakespeare, uh, Evelyn, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that question, this year's uh, students, of course, studying Macbeth. And the advice here is to uh, think of your situation as being in a courtroom setting. Is that right? Yeah, I love this. Students should think like a lawyer, right? She says, look, if you're going to defend someone, you need evidence and your quotes and your uh, positions, uh, you know, clarify all this. So she said, take a position on it and like a lawyer, defend your arguments with evidence. Know the text, knows on stage at any one time and never lose sight that something like this is a play, a visual feast. Who's on stage? What's happening? What are the relationships? She says it's the one text you have to know inside out. Also with poetry too, that recommendation that students should learn the first two lines of every poem, but we can talk about that again. But this, she says, these little tips and strategies, they unlock the rest of it. PCLM stands for Purpose, Clarity, Language, Mechanics. And they work out at 30%, 30%, 30%, 10%. And purpose is king. It basically means, Evelyn, stay on task. Answer the actual question asked. And if you do that and check every single paragraph, when you go back, am I on purpose? Have I kept relevant? 
well, then your clarity will fall in, your language and then mechanics will. So if you keep purpose as king, every time you write a paragraph, let alone your question, you will stand a much better chance of your marks going upwards because that is what is the examiner is looking for. They're looking for PCLM. So give it to them. Ted. What does Ted mean to you? Okay, Ted means structure to me. Ted means order. And I think a good honours English student will have structure and order. So Ted is how I break down my paragraphs. So it's T-E-D. T for topic. E for example. And D for discuss. If you have those three elements in every paragraph and put it between a you know, a beginning and an end or a topic sentence and a link sentence, you have the complete paragraph. You have order, you have structure, and you are making it easier for the examiner to give you marks. And then talking to you earlier, the two things that really struck me was you saying, look, remember, it's a play. Oh, yeah. You know, it's a visual feast. It's not a text as such. Absolutely. And the other thing you were talking about was you're in a courtroom. Yeah. Bring out the yes. evidence, bring out the quotations. You're the structure, you're the lawyer, you're defending your, your client. And therefore you need to prove that they were in a certain place doing a certain time. And you're looking for evidence. If a question is posed to you, which of course the questioning statement is, you have to argue and defend your point of view. You have to argue and defend your thesis. So therefore you need evidence. Acts, scenes and quotes That's the very evidence that you're looking for. So it's giving credence to your argument. And I suppose the judge will look more favourably on it, which, of course, is your examiner. I like that, I, I must know. say. I knew you'd like that Don't one. exercise the right to silence. Yes. Though, is, uh, Laurie, let's close the havel there. <laughs> Disaster. Uh, moving on to geography now. It's a popular choice, this one. Now. It's a wide and varied subject that ranges from weather charts to volcanoes to colonialism, uh, traffic issues as well. Yes, lots of students uh, uh, get lots of tips on this one because it's such a vast kind of course. And for this, we're joined by Andy Levis, who's a geography teacher at Middleton College in Cork. And he says, grab your pen and he says, the big things are to focus on your map work for every year. Aerial and ordnance survey. Finding your way on a map. Aerial picture is a huge part of all this. Volcanic activity, rivers, economic activity, multinational companies, renewable energy, fossil fuels, colonialism and Brexit. Wide, vast kind of paper and course there, as you can see. Yeah, big time. Yeah, and very topical as well. Uh, what about the, the worry that students have every single year? <laughs> My draw, I can't draw. My drawing skills for My geography are not great. aren't good. Yeah. Well, he says, look, you don't have to be Picasso, though, as pointing out. Can you imagine Picasso's pictures of a map? But as long as you put in what they're asking for, if it's asked for something in half scale, draw it in half the size. Measure with the ruler. You'll need pencils, calculators. And remember, he says, that the answer book has graph paper in it now too. Uh, give clear diagrams and good labelling and that will all serve you well. So here, Andy, it lines more about the exam. So ultimately, even with the accommodations in, it's still going to be quite tight on time. Geography is invariably a paper where you'll need every minute to do everything you can do in it. What I'd be recommending to my classes is that the short questions, so the section one should take about 20, 25 minutes, really. And then of the four long questions, you're looking at the 25 to 30 minutes on each long question for the four questions. That will bring you up to basically the two hours and 50 minutes. So it'll be very, very tight. And what I'd be recommending certainly to my pupils is to make sure you keep an eye on the time and to make sure that you've, you know, you're you not spending too long on a particular question because it could cost you later on in the exam. Yeah, and the theme that just is striking me as I talk to you and it recurs so much on this programme is if people would really just learn the marking schemes, they're not wasting time on questions that aren't going to yield them, you know, enough marks. Get Precisely. on with it. Yeah. You no, know, be yeah. so strategic about your timing. 
Precisely, and also to read the question, Evelyn, as well as it is going to, is, is going to be very, ah, very that important. Old line. You're, 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 <laughs> read the question. What do you mean? Question. Yeah. <laughs> that old adage. Yeah. But it's funny the amount the amount of having been an examiner myself, the amount of pupils who don't refer back to the question and are losing marks by doing so is is amazing. The amount that you'd actually see. So by reading the question and using the words in the question in your answer, referring back to the question can be can be worth a surprising amount of marks. Your overall grade at the end of it. Now, in terms of students sitting looking at the, the blank wall. What would you recommend in terms of paring it down a little bit in terms of targeting their study? What would you be advising? Well, yeah, I suppose really ultimately every year uh, maps and aerial photographs come up. So that is definitely one thing to be focusing on that. What does come up quite frequently would be things like volcanoes and earthquakes as well. Obviously, more contemporary issues now like global warming and the environment, renewable energies and things like that are probably going to be relevant and prevalent in the exam as well contemporary issues, what's happened recently, the, the war in Ukraine, the energy crisis, renewable energies, population migration, a lot of these things which are contemporary and have been in the news in the last 12, 24 months, those kinds of things. So those very recent topics can make their way onto that paper? Yeah, ultimately they can. Not okay. maybe in the last 12 months, but certainly within the last 24 months. Okay. There you have uh, Andrew Levis there. Finally then to uh, chemistry, Evelyn. What can you tell us about this paper? Well, for this, we were joined on the show by Tara Lyons, who's a chemistry teacher from the Institute of Education in Dublin, talking us through the paper. And she reminds us that the exam duration is three hours and that it's worth 400 marks overall. And she said, look, students are always going to ask, you know, what bits can I leave out? That's true of every paper and every subject. Mm-hmm. But she says, look, with this, the topics can be mixed and blended into different sections. So you do need to know your syllabus really well. But her big advice is know your organics and don't dare Cormac to leave out atomic theory <laughs> handy to know and another tip from her is not to get distracted if you see a word or a phrase or a form that you know about and start scribbling furiously pause check double check that that's actually what you're being asked about so here Tara Lyons tells us a little bit more about the chemistry paper Bits of what Andy was saying chime with what you're going to be saying in terms of reading the question and all that a fairly substantial exam here with chemistry you then again might give us that little bluffer's guide to the paper the duration the marks and all that what can uh, students kind of prepare for in terms of the paper as a nod to what has gone on um, in recent years. We um, are required this year to do any eight questions that they want. So previous to this, Section A, which is three questions based on experiments, they would have had to have done a minimum of two and made the rest of the questions up in Section B. They can choose any eight that they like. So that's a great help, do you know what I mean? Because the more choice, obviously, the higher the grade that you're going to end up with. In Section A, though, we have... The three questions on there are 27 mandatory experiments. Now, I would definitely be pushing my students towards spending a lot of time on their experiments. Why? Because well, they yield so much on the paper. That's it. And you can have them prepared in advance. Mm. So, so do a, yourself a favour exactly. is what you're There's saying. There's a limited yeah? number of questions that they can ask you on any experiment. Okay. So you can have all of those prepared well in advance. The syllabus has been examined now for 20 years and they all at this point have been asked. So therefore, you know, look at the types of questions that have come up in previous years. Look at the marking scheme answers for those exact keywords and phrases that the examiner is going to want in order to gain those full marks. And it is something, you know, you can have 25 to 37 and a half percent of your exam paper prepared before you walk in the door. You're nearly past it then. Absolutely. Yeah. You were waiting for me to add that up, weren't you? (laughs) Plus, you know, the section B, you're going to get bits and pieces of some of those experiments. Mm -hmm. So really, you know, your experiments are getting you over 40% of the paper.
Well, there you go. Well done, Tara Lyons uh, there. And thank you, Evelyn O'Rourke. And episode, episode four of Study Hub is available now to download. And uh, you should check out RTE Learn to see all our additional content and notes and videos to help you with your Leaving Cert prep as well. And next week, uh, Evelyn, you'll be back to uh, talk to us about episode five, which is maths. Is that right? Maths and, paper two. And history. Okay, great stuff. Evelyn O'Rourke, thank you. 